Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Under the Radar with me, Sean Hughes. Uh, obviously, we have our very special professional guest, Dr. Urban uh, Gustafsson. Uh, he's coming in. He's talking about diet and obesity. Uh, we'll be chatting about that. Terry Olson's my very special guest. Uh, Terry, let, let's get started with that, because you are actually working out. You're, you're doing the whole thing. I am, yeah. I've start, I did a, a six-pack challenge, which, uh, which concludes this Friday. So I've, got my, I've done my before, and I've now got my after photo to do. And what happened? Was this for a magazine or yeah, something? Yeah, for Men's Health Week Monthly. And uh, I, I, as for, at first, I said I didn't want to do it because I always see people in gyms. I just think it's pointless. I just think that, you know, if you're going to do that, lift these weights and tread these machines, then they should be, you know, rigged to the national grid just to power things. You know? Good idea. I don't see the point of doing it. That was my outlook, to be honest with you, because I've run But had you not been in the gym before, then? Not, not really. Well, I had, but I just thought that exactly what I just said. I always used to think it was a waste of time. I just looked at people going, what are you doing? Why don't you go on a bike and see the world and just said... Get run over. Bike. Yeah, get run over. So... Cut a long story short, I basically said all right to this challenge of the six pack challenge, and I'm glad I did because it's completely re made me look at everything, i.e., sugars and, and. But in a sense, just with the. Do you enjoy the gym now, though? I do enjoy the gym now. Within about a week and a half, I suddenly thought, hold on a second. Honestly, you know that whole thing about it refreshes your mind and all that? It really yeah. does. And I mean, I really need that, of course. I need to have a reset. And it, I think the more it hurts you in the gym, the more you hate it, because that's the dread of going in. But the, the, the next phase is when you're actually in the gym and you're hating it, but you'll know that the phase after that is you're going to feel great that afternoon. Yeah, I've never got there, I'm afraid. I, as a, <laughs> <laughs> so you and it's just like that. Yeah, I never got no, there. But it's just, because like, I did have a woman who used to come around and, like, do that, and I just, yeah. I quite literally just go, would you ever fuck off out of my house? No, yeah, yeah, I, I just, I think you need to go down there. The other thing is what I've, I've got, I've devised myself as well, is that if I can't be bothered to do the heavy weights in the gym, I then will go in the pool, and I'll swim some lengths and get out and do some press-ups and some sit-ups. You probably look right but in, it, but... You're not enjoying it, but you know the after effects are... are the after effects are... The, 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 the good so outweighs the, the bad, and I, and I don't want to go back to not trying to... Because yeah, I can't put my socks on before, you know. But what? No, I was, like, you're no, no, I was going like that. Well, I was fifteen that, and a half stone. I that was, was like, more no, you were clumsy, wasn't it? You just yeah, clumsy, yeah, put, yeah, you wouldn't put your co- put clothes on. on the right one. What do you put it on? I think it was so. Yeah, I, for me, it was much. I think it's much better that I've lost the weight. I feel better for it. I know that sounds like people go, "Oh yeah, well you're still smoking, aren't you?" But but yeah. what you say you finish on Friday? What happens then? Uh... Well, that, well, I'm going to try and keep it up. But without the diet's a, the hard bit. Without the a personal trainer, though. Oh no, no, I'll be all right. To, I can motivate myself. My wife's a personal People trainer. People well. say they can motivate. My wife, themselves. My, my wife is a personal trainer as well. Dee, you know that my wife. Um, yep. she's, um, also, we've got another special guest coming in now. Yes, I know. There's a mystery guest coming through the door, and it's and, uh, it's, yeah, it's it's someone it's, who's late, but um, doesn't matter. Like the suspense is just is killing me, but. Um, Oh, right, she's going to the toilet. Oh, she's got to use a little... Kerry Goldman, who you actually played with uh, last night. You did yeah, we did, a, we did a um, stand-up against violence last night uh, for... Against violence? Against violence, yeah. Just in general? Yeah, but this guy had lost his brother about four years ago. His brother got kicked to death. Um, 
So he, he kind of thought we need to stand up against violence. Comedy, comedy podcast. Yeah, I know, his brother. Oh, yeah, I shouldn't but laugh. It's not funny. First time I've ever... I never thought on Under the Radar would hear someone go, uh, yeah, and then uh, his brother got no, kicked to death. No, look, that's not funny, of course, <laughs> but the situation that we're supposed to be doing a comedy podcast, that's what's made me laugh. But where, where was the money going to, though? Just... Uh, to, probably to his brother. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so you just did it for your for your mate, <laughs> but um, like I, I want to talk about because uh, you you took a really uh, flip in uh, flip is it's a decent enough word. Where last year you actually started doing EastEnders. Yeah, I didn't want to do it either. Which was, was was bizarre. I said, "There's no way I was going to do it," and it was only because I was in Edinburgh that I, I Kerry Goldman City Oh, hello! Yeah. I don't just said. I know. Okay. So why are you late? Am I late? Yeah. I think I'm exactly on time. But you've got kids, so that's allowable. That's why I get out of jail free card, isn't it? When you've got kids, you're like, don't Mm. give me any shit. I've I've got got kids. kids. This is uh, Dr. Urban. uh, (laughs) 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 All right, Kerry. Yeah, of course. Terry's been uh, working out. I haven't been. What about yourself? Um, No, not really. I went for a swim the other day. (laughs) I take it easy. I don't overdo it. I like to sort of move about occasionally. Do you know what? I'll be honest with you, because uh, I, I spoke to my uh, personal trainer about this. It's not always about people think you've got to work out till you feel sick. You don't have to. You don't have to go that bad. You, you go. He actually it. said that to you. Yeah, you could go in and just do it to a point where you feel, oh, I've, I've done enough, really. I always I'm, intend to do that. That is my intention. I believe yeah. that you don't have to break yourself, but no. I just never have time. Or no, I don't make time. I'm really good at making excuses. That's brilliant. Not time. I love that. The candidness there. But I just you I, don't make because you can't because you could make the time, couldn't you? That's the point. And then you say, and that I love that. She's I, brilliant. I just oh, don't she's think, not only uh, a great comic. She's bloody I, bloody honest. I just don't think uh, your personal trainer is great. I don't think any personal trainer goes. You don't have to do this till you get sick. <laughs> no, no, no. That's but not, I think you. Do, if you, if I don't you, think he knows the lingo as well. If you're training me for a fight, is he one of those army? No, no, no. I signed up for that because a friend of mine looked amazing, and I was like, "What's your secret?" And she said, "British military." Doodah. And I was quite pissed. Does doodah wanted- mean spying? Yeah, the proper Google it. Yeah. And I thought, right, I'm going to do that. So I signed up for it, and I was like, really? You know when you get a new idea and you're quite evangelical? I was like, definitely yeah. that, I'm on for that. Tapped in. Of course, never been. I've never been. I've never attended. I don't want to be shouted at. By Did you pay for it? No. I get a free trial, which I have not yet used. I believe that whatever you find for yourself, because people, people say to me, how have you done it? And I, for me, it was sugars, you know, cutting out sugars. But I, I think everyone's different, aren't they? For you, it was a completely different. Yeah, thing. I've lost. Terry's lost two stone. I've never been on a diet either. Yeah, but I've lost two stone. How did you do it? Smoking. You took up smoking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Never, never felt better. Really? Yeah. Did you smoke before? And I then did. Come in and then go back. Yeah. Right. I just went. You know what? I like smoking, and but I don't mind. Not that bad for you. Yeah, and I don't mind dying. <laughs> no, well, that's inevitable in the end. Yeah. Do you mind yeah. it forward a little bit? I don't mind that well, at all. Then that's a reasonable yeah. argument, isn't it? Yeah. Are you? you but see, this is the thing that it's, it's a really like. Terry, how long do you want to live for? Ideally, when when would you like to die? Uh, well, I, I don't, I don't want to know, and I don't want to know. I how mean, old are you now? Forty three. So you could be halfway. I reckon I am halfway. Yeah, I reckon I'm going to hit my eighties. See, but you two, you got kids, so it's slightly different because you feel you want to hang on for as long as possible. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to check out too soon. But I'd the, like to meet my grandchildren. Is that unreasonable? The, no, I'm. I'm not the no, Grim I'm, Reaper. I'm no, not. No, no, no. no I, <laughs> I haven't got dates. Wouldn't it be brilliant if he was the Grim Reaper? <laughs> and actually, like, this was all a ruse just to get <laughs> us in here, and we don't come out of here in a minute. That's it. It's over. But no, so, but Kerry, I'm going to. We're going to talk about EastEnders in a minute because we nearly talked about that. But Kerry, thanks very much for coming in. Um, great comic, and I love the fact that you're one of the more honest ones. And you know what comes up with you a lot is uh, people don't say. 
great female comic. Where they say that about a lot, they yeah. just say about you, great comic. That's funny, you know. It's funny you should say that because I had a little. I was on the internet on the way here, and I saw a thing listing the top ten feminist comic comics at this year's Edinburgh, and I'm not one of them. And I'm like, well, fuck you. I can make a <laughs> feminist comic. And then I thought, actually, I'm mildly flattered that I'm not being labelled that. I kind of just want to be seen as a comic, and then yeah. if you're a female comic or a feminist yeah. comic or whatever, then. You know, I, I think lists as well. To be people write travel. lists are just idiots anyway. Well, I've got a people... radio show about lists, so I can't slag lists off at this stage. <laughs> My whole radio show is called Kerry's List about lists. So yeah, I'm but all that... for a list, but I don't want to be on a feminist comic list because I just think, ah, oh, that wife. What list would you like to be on? Uh, a list of employed comedians. No, but like, like, so, like, you're going up to Edinburgh. Yeah. Where, what's your show? It's called FaceTime. That sounds very feminist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am a woman with a face. Yeah. That's what I mean. I can put a spin on it. I can spin it. Because what I wanted to ask you as well is, uh, like, I saw you uh, do the, uh, like, and well done for doing the children's charity, but the O2, oh, I'm anti all that. How did that feel playing? I, I lost control of my whole body. I lost it. I was so scared. I thought I'd be all right. Because mm. I was doing, you know when you've done material you've done a hundred times, right? I know this works. I know yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah. So it shouldn't matter that the room is big. But I just... It oh, didn't the bigger the playground. It was really... Yeah, but, like, what was it, 20,000 people or something? 14,000, apparently. On the but night. did you... I was terrified. Yeah, but it's not even that. Did you enjoy it? I don't no, think... I, I don't think that's comedy. No, I don't like it that way. But to be honest with you, the numbers... Uh, the bigger the numbers, it is easier to play in my head because I think if I take a risk and 30% of 14,000 laugh at it, then yeah. that's a big laugh. But if it's in front of 50 people, it's a bit eggy, isn't it? <laughs> that's true. No, it is a different thing. But then it's the telly and the... But I'm a big show-off, so... I thought in I was a nice show-off, but my show-off... Uh, I don't famous. care. I don't care if I die. No, no, I, I die most of the time care. anyway. Well, Terry is one of the few who, like, takes those it's risks where... Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but it does affect you. You pretend... Like, when you say you don't care, I've seen you. Oh, no, no, I do care if... I'll tell you when I care. I, I'll care if, uh, if the room isn't set properly and the lighting or the sound isn't right. That's when I start caring. You know, I'll I'll only not care if if it's all set up properly and I've gone the wrong way. Then then that's uh, I'll be gutted with myself. But I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't fear the death. I'd more be fearing that the, the lighting's not right or the sound mm. isn't right. That's very odd thing to say. Yeah, yeah those I'm really really really. Well, you know, what I'm like with with, yeah. with monitors, but no, but I know. agree. Like I I hate when a room's set up badly. Yeah. But I I just have, have to go with it. Like that's why I don't do the summer festivals because they they go. Yeah, you, I remember doing latitude. I did latitude yeah. this weekend. Just gone. And did you enjoy I it? I did enjoy it because I've done it four times now, so I quite, I've kind of I know what to expect from it. But the the things you can't control is obviously the weather. So you know that if it's raining, you will have a bigger crowd. And then you're like, well, I don't want you because you're just using this as a bus stop. Yeah. I, I don't feel the love. <laughs> but uh, what my point is, was there not a band playing while you were on? Yeah, but they set it up very well at Latitude. All the other festivals, you can hear the band. Yeah. For some reason, Which, yeah. Latitude set up. I did a gig once, like, my least favourite band in the world is the Saw Doctors, and they were on in the next room louder than me. That's, so I, I just abandoned. band, and they yeah. were on at the same. <laughs> I just abandoned the gig. I said, just listen to them. But when I did Latitude, I remember they said, you got a really sweet spot, half one, uh, which I think is a very odd time to be yeah. going on stage yeah, anyway sure. that's you know, in the <laughs> afternoon folks and they, I remember Phil Nickel going sweet swap because none of the bands are on then and I went oh great that's really uh, nice but uh, what he didn't tell me was uh, no bands were playing but they were sound checking which oh, was uh, yeah, a lot worse happen, yeah. oh god yeah so I'm halfway through and go two two <clears throat> yeah that's not ideal yeah. festivals are a bit weird aren't they I mean tents generally are weird yeah, I do, well, yeah, it's funny with the festivals because it can be quite. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I, I did Latitude, but I did it for Keith Allen. 
Oh yeah, you were saying how much which fun was, that was. It was fantastic because I like his crowd is anarchic, so yeah. I love that. That's my kind of audience. That is. You see, I'm not. That's why I loved I'm it like, last you night. Should, don't be anarchic. Listen to me. I don't want any rogue elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I much prefer. But people. you can deal with a room easily, can't you? Rather than just listen. But so, do you find because when I started off, uh, the female comics had to be very tough. That's, yes. you, that isn't necessarily the case anymore, I is it? I don't feel so. We, we, me and Terry were talking last night about, I believe there's different circuits now. I think you can kind of play different circuits. Like, there's the rooms that you do need to be a bit harder in. Maybe like the Jonglers and those kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think there's lots of other little clubs now and arty vibes. And I haven't played yeah, clubs yeah, in years, clubs. but, uh, I mean, I, I still pop back to the store. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I'll try, I might go down to uh, the Fighting Cox, do maths gig down in um, Kingston, right. you know, the, outside yeah. the box, because Lovely. you try stuff out there, yeah, it's yeah. great. And that crowd gives you loads of time. And then but, you don't have to fight them. You're just no, 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 they, they, they sit there going, well, we know what you're going to do. But weirdly, I find uh, if there's a young crowd, I might as well go home. Really? Yeah, because I've, I've never... seen you to young crowds and they've loved it. Well, it all depends you what you mean. When did that gig in, um, when did I gig with you? In Barl, uh, Harlow. Bracknell. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I hate it. Was a very mixed crowd. I hate every. I hate every moment of it. <laughs> is that the one with the low ceiling? Is that still I, there? Because yeah. I, okay. like, I, I need to get the whole room together. If I feel I don't get that, I, I love like like when I go to a regional town, especially the small ones, and they're all middle class, middle aged. I am like a god to them because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I am really anarchic. Because I'm go- I'm saying things that they actually you know, feel, but they can't possibly say. Right. But you put me in front of an 18... Like, I love it when I'm doing my tour shows and they bring their kids along. Yeah. And they, they get a different vibe out of it, but, like, I certainly wouldn't... If there was a room of 23-year-olds, I'd just go, I don't want to do this. Really? Yeah. Mm, interesting. Why? Because you think they're just not going to... Because a lot of my stuff is, is about being... Like, not it's not where I'm just talking about being middle-aged, yeah. but it is... It's those sensitivities and those, you know, that... But knowledge you've like learned applicable to like it's human condition stuff isn't it it's applicable to yeah but like 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 would you talk about your kids uh on i stopped doing student gigs for this reason yeah in the end i did think oh they don't want to hear about that'd be a bit weird going, you know when you're two-year-old you're, what are you talking yeah. about when you're potty training and the boiler packs up and you can't find the mortgage uh, like, they don't want to yeah <laughs> but mm. so because carrie that's like that's like are you one of the few like uh working mums who are doing the circuit yeah yeah, there's is, a few of us. There is a little handful of us that ring each other as a support network. But that must be really hard. Um, it is and it is. I mean, it has its advantages and disadvantages. I think, I always sort of think if I had a proper job, like a nine-to-five, that would be possibly harder. Like, I can fit my... I can't get that Dolly Parton song out of my head now. <laughs> I wish I hadn't said that. But you know what I mean? Like, if you have yeah. time to leave the house... Islands in the stream. Tumble out of bed. I was going to do, but I left it. Yeah, leave it. Uh, but, so, but, so what age are your kids, then? They're seven and four. See, that's... Uh, yeah, but my husband's around. I'm not like alone. Is there he a house a man husband? In the mix, and he is very supportive and does a lot. And uh, and I can I can when you're self-employed, you can fit your work life around your family, can't you? Well, not necessarily. Well, no, no, I like it. You can. You can be. You can be your own pilot. Because I, I, I can only come from the element of, like, I've got kids, we've got two dogs, which is worse than yeah, having you know, kids. Yeah, it's still a commitment. Yeah, and you go, well, I can't go overnight that particular night, you know, those mm. kind of things. Like, do you find you won't do overnight gigs or you have to stay I home? don't do that much yeah. now, but I did just do a tour. I've never toured before, and I was reluctant always because of the kids, but now I thought, oh, I can... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. That work. It was fine. And Kerry, tell me, was it nice to be away from the kids? Sometimes it's nice to be away from them. I think it's nice. This is weird because you think, oh, I need a break. And then you get one and you're like, I don't, I don't really know what to do with I myself. Always, <laughs> I well, always travel home anyway. Well, yeah, you, after if you can, yeah. Week. If, Every single gig. What, even well, apart from Oslo or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, any, 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 any... Hold up, plane! If I was in Glasgow, I'd come home that night. No, I can't do that. But you're right, yeah. pe- what people oh, don't understand home. about touring is, uh, it is tedious during the day if you're stuck in the yeah, town. Yeah, boring, yeah. Yeah. The whole thing's boring. That's what I was saying to you last night, for me, just, but you're going to New Zealand! You go, yeah, but there's only so many times you're going to see a giant squid in that, you know, I've been there a hundred times. You like, saw a giant squid? Yeah, there's a giant squid in the, in the, uh, down in Wellington. Yeah, I think, well, I was depressed the first time, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, I, taking the pills and I went back and kind of enjoyed it. But yeah, I mean, it, you get to a point where for me, as I was saying last night, it's sounding like some miserable old git, but I, my, I'm, I've, I'm done, man. I'm, what, <laughs> I'm, I'm what done. Are you, what are you talking about? I don't want to do this anymore. I was sitting to you last yeah. night, and I don't want to do this This is your vocation. Anymore. Yeah, I want to just if stay. If it wasn't just though, would you reckon you wouldn't feel like that? Oh, no, 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 no. I've been wanting to do this for 10 years. Right. But now that EastEnders come along, that's something... Yeah, but the good thing about when I did that... It was Terry, financially... you were talking nonsense, because... Like... Well, hold on, hold on, I'll, I'll explain myself. Okay. But financially, I was all right, would have been fine with the voiceovers in right. EastEnders, so then I could have chose what stand-up I would want to do. Yeah. Whereas when it becomes a job again, I go, I can't be doing this. Yeah, but, like, like I remember talking to you, and you, you like the fact that when you tour, there's a few more people every time. Yeah, and but you're has enjoy- the other way. Everyone kept saying to me, when you go in EastEnders, your audiences grow. <laughs> They've gone backwards. Yeah, but see, that's a weird thing, like, uh, because... What's wrong with that is it's a bit like uh, if you appear on Mock the Week, you'll get more people going to see a show, but they're idiots yeah. a lot of the time. Like, you know, you're, yeah, you, mean, you will suffer a little bit from that, Terry, by people going, let's go to see the fellow from East Enders. And, like, Kerry, like, obviously you're, you're in Derek as well. Yeah, Do you I find... thought that would bring more people in. I don't know. I'll never know for sure if it did or it didn't. But because of the part I play in Derek not being a comedic... Like, it wasn't a comedy role. It was a comedy show in parts and blah, blah, blah. But my part was quite... Ricky's going to have you forgot comedy show in parts. Well, no, no, he would say that. I'm only quite... I know, yeah, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) But there was a lot of other things going on in that show. A lot of pathos and... But are you you trying to get into more acting now as well? No, I was always an actor before. I was an actor before I was a comic. Yeah, I got into stand-up as a backup job. That was my fallback. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. We've gone with the other way around. Yeah. No, because that's the thing, because... Uh, so, what was your first acting job, then? I was in The Knock. Do you remember The Knock? No. Yeah, it was Lenny McLean was in that, wasn't it? I had a little part playing a drug dealer's girlfriend. Do you want my line? Yeah. Stop coming round here, he don't live here no more! You could be in EastEnders. Well, yeah, would you do EastEnders? I don't know, not while the kids are little, because I live in deepest South London, they film it right up in Boreham Wood, so it would be a real schlep for me to get out there. That, that's me. weird, just um, talking about... Um, Terry has lost the will to live, <laughs> and you're going, well, I wouldn't do EastEnders, because uh, it takes about... No, I said, get I, I said I'd never do extenders, but when I got in it, then I suddenly thought, oh, God, I could just stay here. This is great. This is great. I don't, I don't watch it, but I love doing it. But this is because, like, I don't know if you're aware of I did Coronation Street for a little bit. Oh, when? Recently? Uh, no, well, not that long ago, about five no. years ago. It's brilliant, because, like, as you'll know from EastEnders, the camaraderie, because they make so many episodes, yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. But what they also don't tell you, like, you know, because these are iconic shows. Yeah. But they'll just say... 
uh, turn up at nine o'clock at the studio uh, and uh, get into your costume. Yeah. And then they don't show you around and go, your first scene is in the Rovers. And you're shitting yourself because yeah, yeah, you've yeah, been watching this all in, your yeah, life. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, you Craig. Gonna walk yeah, in. but Craig, uh, what's his face? Has had to tell me, by the way, one of the doors doesn't work, so use the left hand door. And I, and like, nobody, yeah. like, if the cast he's, are amazing. He's, he's unbelievable that first day. Yeah. The, the, when you stand outside the Queen Vic and there's Cat and Bianca looking at you and <laughs> you fall down a hole and there's a big puddle in it and you go, can we go again, please? Can we? I, you, don't, you don't even know that terminology. But then after a few weeks, you know, maybe a few months actually, you start yeah. finding the character. And it's just, just an easy role. Yeah. Get in, look at your lines, go right, go and do them. I know, but. It's like, Terry Spragan. But it's the thing as well, like, like some of the lines that you're given are piss poor. Oh, well. some of them are awful, but we, yeah. we, can't, we get to change them a bit, though. Well, we I, I didn't. They, they'd never. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I was a kind of. Love they don't rap. at first. They don't at first. They was do after a while. Comedy-ish. No, but they said like, this is the thing. They said, "Oh, we, it's so great to have you in. We've got a lot of fans in the right." And but I was only in it for about seven weeks, and so I think they were initially. I was going to get one of the cast pregnant, but then I thought they went get rid of this guy because because uh, I think they saw me as a troublemaker because I was a, <laughs> a salesman, and one of the characters said to me, "says What's the, is it nice being a travelling salesman?" And I go. I quite literally had to say something like, well, you go from saying John Groats to Land's End. And I'm going, I can't say this with any conviction whatsoever. What was the worst line you had in EastEnders? Oh, I had loads about it. One of the lines is, uh, I don't care what it is, as long as, I don't care what animal it is, as long as it comes with chips. <laughs> well, that's not a bad line. No, but it's a bit. It, but, but, no, but for me, that's very, very common. You know, I would never, I would never say that. You know, I wouldn't say something so... But yeah, it's quite. I don't know. They they wrote me quite well in the end. And but you get to change it because it was something. I say something like, "Carol, may I have one of those biscuits?" You know, who from the East End would say, "Carol, may I have a biscuit?" I go, "Carol, give us one of them." Well, East Enders so, is a weird yeah. one because it reflects yeah. nothing like what the East Enders and the kind of that's a weird like. Well, it's Tilbury, isn't it? Really? Well, yeah, they make that point now that no yeah. none of those characters could afford to live. Well, no, they would have sold place. it out by now. I mean, so obvious that that whole square now would be full of like very up and middle class, <laughs> and it would also that the the Vic would be a bistro if not flats. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, but they tried that, but there was a rape, wasn't there? Remember years ago? Um, yeah, that was your going back some 20, 20 years ago, probably. With yeah, yeah. No, but that's what. A rape. I always imagined there's a. Oh, in EastEnders, there's a monthly rape, uh, two deaths. I can't. I can't. <laughs> You're pretty much on the ball, actually, about what's coming up, but anyway. <laughs> But are you, are you still in it at the moment? No, I'm out. I'm, I went out Friday. Finished. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I no, but I, I, it's open for me. I said, they're saying they're going to bring me back. I'd quite happily just sit in there, mate. Everyone did- goes, you're, you're such a waste in there. He says, you're wasted. I'm going, well, I'm not actually, because I've given up the fight, so I'm not wasted. But don't you get the feeling that sometimes you give up the fight or you lose your mojo and then it just comes back? Mm, it's not going to this time. I've, I have, I've honestly just quite happy being with my son and my wife. But your son will grow up and abandon you. What age age is your son, Terry? He's seven. Yeah, he'll be gone in three, four years. Yeah, of course, that's fine. But you can enjoy that time, but don't rule out... Oh, I don't want to do stand-up anymore. Well, you I will shut do. Up, People Terry. will be going, oh, well, we won't go we'll and see him. They'll get me when I'm on stage. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I, okay, I'll, so I'll shall do I, my best. Shall I announce the tour now? <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this all a scam for me to go? Just at the end, I go, thanks, Terry. So Terry goes, Terry's Sorry, can I just say, I star in uh, <laughs> Leicester. And, um, but so, but you did a gig last night. Did you enjoy the gig I last night? I enjoyed every minute of it. It's that thing we were saying about the gym. You know, it's... It's that it's that thing once you get on and you you do it, but there's too many audiences now. When not for my, for my crowds, but it's too many. We were saying this last night. Too many people 
want it safe and they want this and you say yeah. something and i've actually had people stand up and going this is a disgrace and you're going what's a disgrace it's just jokes love you i know, think but, it's because you wear eyeliner yeah i think it, is it could be it but i like the eyeliner i was in, i had a row with some woman the other week i was doing al murray's uh spiegel tent down on the south bank and i did it's a simple reverse and show sort of joke and i did it and she went this is you know child uh, uh you know molesting what's the word child uh pedophilia no that kind of thing isn't funny and i'm thinking i i said i know it's not it's not a forum for that i don't know what your problem is love i know it well, wasn't even about that anyway i ended up screaming at this woman and she left and i just lost lost the plot which well, went to hours of amusement but well, i went crazy going is this what it is you want me to show you oh i've got a drawer with things at home and have you got the same things in your drawer is that what we all want is it i mean i can't be bothered with it but well, weirdly i had that even on a national scale where i did a gig and it was the time of uh I mean, it, and it was the hey uh, literary festival so you know all to do yeah. and it was the independent who did this to me uh, not one of the scummy papers and I did a line it was it was a week the McGanns were going to visit the Pope right, right. The, the, the German Pope and, uh, and I just said, uh, I see the McGann's are going to visit the Pope. I know he's a Nazi, but I can't see he's involved. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty so, Right, yeah, and there's a topical joke just for that week yeah, about yeah, yeah. the Pope. Yeah, yeah. And then the Independent the next day wrote, Sean Hughes thinks Maddie McGann is right for humour. I didn't even mention her name. Mm. But then the News of the World got onto it and were demanding apologies. And I said, no, you can print that line. There was a phone in in Dublin no, saying no. I shouldn't be allowed to work ever again. It's, well, it's, obviously that's media hysteria. Yeah, no, but this is what I mean. And this, but this is what Terry's saying was but happening this is in the what club. What happens is when you get people are getting more and more dumbed down. I mean, I, I just sometimes I, I'm just aghast at what people but come out with. But it's a circus like, within its own, like that media frenzy. I know it's hard because you get emotional and it's your stuff and you get involved. Yeah. But actually, it's nonsense. It doesn't but have do you, any meaning in reality. It doesn't well, yeah, but meaning. you say that. You, you honestly, you, I know. I, I totally understand what you're saying, and I completely agree with it. But when you got people who truly believe that you are Terry from EastEnders, there are people out there who do believe yeah. no, this rubbish in the paper. Yeah. No, but well, you truly believe well, the, I am Terry the cab driver. I mean, the yeah, they do honestly believe. So what I'm saying, if they if they're convinced by that, that's yeah. why we know the news can manipulate human minds. And no, I totally agree because I would never do a soap opera for longer than like, yeah, the stint I did. My, going back to what you were saying about Derek, my only concern, I thought doing a tour would mean that people that were Derek fans were coming and thinking that they were coming to see Hannah. Yeah. And I, but that's nothing comparable to a soap, because people yeah. obviously don't respond in the same way to a sitcom. No, but every day even now, I guarantee your people are shouting... Yeah, I get it recognised, but it's ridiculous. That's what's probably depressing. You're not standing. No, 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 but friends. it's funny. It's funny in certain areas you don't, though. So you'll be in, you'll, if I go to Crouch End, I or, probably wouldn't get very much, not really recognised too much there. Yeah. But if I go to, if I go to Lakeside Thurrock shopping. What about Zimbabwe? Zimbabwe, absolutely fine. <laughs> I'll, be the, I'll be rocking in Zimbabwe. <laughs> pick where you go. It, yeah. will, it will calm down, Terry. No, um, no, 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 it's, it's all fine, but it, I, you're right, I'm going to take August out, I, I, you know... <clears throat> so whenever I feel like... I'm going to go on holiday. I just think, I don't want, I don't want to do this Well, I've been saying this for a long time. It comes uh, back. I think what <laughs> I might do, if I'm completely honest with you, I'm going to have a holiday, readdress it, and then <clears throat> I might do one of my usuals again, I might completely reinvent myself again. So I might start doing stand-up. You can start blacking up and stuff. <clears> yeah. <throat> yeah. No, I was thinking about doing stand-up. I was thinking about... Well, that's what you do. It, no, I mean proper traditional stand-up, you know, about... Nah, that's not going to happen, babe. I bet you it does. No, you just—that's not you. 
Kerry, how long have you been doing this, by the way? <laughs> Love it, he's so brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> no, that's not you. Kerry, <laughs> I just got kind of brushed into the wall, didn't I? That well, was that, me then. That, that was me being nice I to love you, Sean. Because I can't see you just going out and going, as you said, like... Do you know uh, the first time I met Sean properly, yeah. we did. We were in Australia about, God, it was 2000, 99, 2000 yeah. and something? I'd, yeah, I'd quit for a long time. I'd and I didn't know years. his sense of humour at all. Yeah. So when <laughs> A I lot first, of people don't. When I first met him, I thought... And he was winding this kid up. I remember he winded the driver up, and I was thinking... Oh my God, he's a bit vicious, isn't he? And then I got to know Sean and suddenly realised what he was about. But if you don't know him at first, you kind of go, well, no, but Oh my God, he's so rude. One of, <laughs> one of my pleasures in life is with a very straight face to be yeah, torment does. people in, in public. You know, that sounds like a lovely hobby. But like, you know, like going into, I remember being on a motorway station and a restaurant called Mandy's, you know, and I just said, can I speak to Mandy? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And I said, she's not here. I remember. I'll that kind what, of thing. I was with a, with, do you remember Martin Treneman? He's in the phone, yeah. phone show. We, we were standing in a motorway services once and there was kind of a, it just, there was me and him together and then there was a kind of a wall that if you could imagine I could just slip behind, right? And uh, we saw Jimmy White, the snooker player. And I, and I went, oh, Jimmy White. And I went, oh, here's Jimmy White. And I went, oi, Jimmy. And then I slipped behind the wall just to sit, leave Martin on his own. All I could yeah. see is Martin sort of, sort of waving at Jimmy going All right. and then looking at me just at home I love it I, that's the stuff so that makes funny. me I, right. I do admire people who go in for a prank do you know what he did at the television awards Yes, yeah, but... Did you see it? Yeah, the Mrs. Brown's boys. I was just going, he's lost it. Oh, that was Oh, just, you know what? I, I was just was a lot. I loved it when I realised you got So that. what, because you, you weren't drunk, were you? Not at all, no. So tell people what happened. They we'll came and did the Harry Hill thing. It was an ITV thing, and then they did the Harry Hill thing, but it was all it was all for Simon Cowell, and, and you know, and I just sat there, and, and it was. I just thought, this is just cheesy. I just thought, what am I doing? And then, then Mrs. Brown boys went, I went with everyone right out of the way. And they went, where are you going? I went, I'm just going to make you lot laugh. I mean, that's all, that was just one of the make the EastEnders lot laugh. So, yeah, but tell people what you did, because they well, I, I followed them up. But I knew a few of the writers, I knew. stage with the car. I know, yeah, I saw it. The award, and the bloke receiving it, what's his name, the main bloke? Brendan Carroll. He was like, who's that guy? <laughs> what know. are you doing? What are you doing? Like, to be fair, there was about 400 of you up yeah, on that and stage. and then they pushed me forward. It was afterwards, Brendan turned around and went, he said, he said he didn't realise it was me. It was quite funny. He said, I didn't realise it was you, Terry. <laughs> But they were pushing me in was in he, the Was he doing, doing an accent that night, night, was he? He talks like that. <laughs> he knows he it doesn't. He has an Irish accent like that. <laughs> he's, he's Dublin. But, um, no, listen, no, I, I can't do a Dublin. Um, Unless I do um, someone else doing it. These are, these are only half hour long, but Kerry, will you come in again? Well, I'm not obviously dissing you, Terry, but like, by all accounts, you're <laughs> killing yourself tomorrow. Yeah. But um, because you were like, will you come in another time? Yes, but I'd love to. Yeah, and we'll give you a proper show. But like, we'll, but we haven't even spoken to Dr. Urban because we were talking about... Uh, dietary at the start and you missed that but so uh, we haven't got on to this facility and he's flown in from Copenhagen but Dr Gustafsson like basically you've got a new theory about why we should be eating unripe bananas to keep healthy well that's right because it's all about resistant starch and bananas are very rich in resistant starch thanks very much for coming in really appreciate it uh, you've been listening to uh, Sean who's under the radar uh, tune in go to see everyone live as well, well not Terry obviously and sure. if you see Terry on the street don't go oh Terry text driver because it's going to depress him uh, <laughs> Kerry let's not define her as a woman uh, let's just define her as uh, one of the greatest stand-ups who's around at the moment uh, yeah. and thank you very much Doctor for all your um, advice.